this is Pastor L, a.k.a. Pastor Lavester Jones, and I bring you greetings from Tampa, Florida, the dwelling house. I pray that today's devotional, you will find a blessing to your hearing and more so to your hearing, to your doing in the name of the Lord. Our scripture is taken from uh, Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 17, and it reads, And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years, and was bowed together, and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him, and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. 14. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day, and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work. In them, therefore, come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite! Doth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away up to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound low these 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day? Verse 17. And when he had said these things, all of his adversaries were ashamed and all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Let us pray. Father, we thank you today for the power of your word. Lord, I ask that you would anoint your word today as a seed in our life. Father God, anoint the sower and hide him in the gift that comes from you. And we do believe that we will receive life-changing, destiny-accelerating revelation of you. Through your word, by your spirit, under your anointing, O God, we pray with great expectation. In Jesus' name, amen. Typically, we find this scripture uh, talking about Jesus healing on the Sabbath and that being the focus. But today, uh, today's devotional, I like to call our attention to verses 11, 12 and 13. And I just like to go back over that and read it in our hearing. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and he said, woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. Verse 13. And he laid his hands upon her and and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. As I read these verses, what, what really stuck out to me was in verse 11, where it said, and was bowed together. But before we talk about being bowed together and what that means uh, in, in in Strong's concordance, I want to want to bring the title uh, back to our mind, and that is uh, genuine worship. God is calling you and I to genuine worship. You see, in verse 11, we find that this woman had this infirmity for 18 years. Let's talk about it in the natural. 18 years. Now, be it that she found herself in the synagogue, a place of uh, of teaching, a place of prayer, uh, a place of worship, uh, be it one day or for 18 years, perhaps she was coming to this synagogue. We, we really don't know. The Bible doesn't say. But nonetheless, she finds herself in the synagogue on this particular day, having had this infirmity or this condition for 18 years and she was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself up 
I'd like to speak on this point of uh, genuine worship from uh, this woman's perspective, Uh, her condition in verse 11, her challenge in verse 11b, her change, which we find in verse 12, and then her celebration of her confession, her condition, her challenge, her change, and the celebration of her condition. You see, again, it could be inferred that be it that it was one day or 18 years that she found herself in the synagogue, a place of prayer, a place of teaching, a place of worship. And, and let me just say that 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 when we talk about worship, you know, the Bible tells you and I in John uh, chapter four uh, that they that worship him must worship him how in spirit and in truth. And that is how the father looks for you and I to worship him. Is our worship genuine? Is is our worship uh, truthful. You see, worship is is a condition of the heart, and and it's a commitment of our hands. I believe that worship is not just something that we we say uh, uh, very cliche ish, but it's 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 a lifestyle. It's it's who we are. It's what we do. Everything we do ought to be an act of worship unto the Lord. So let, let's go back to the verse here, in verse verse eleven. 18 years, bowed down, couldn't lift herself up. For 18 years, she walked into, if you will, into the synagogue or be this one day, one day or 18 years, it doesn't matter. Her, her, her posture, her, her position uh, showed herself in a bowed down uh, condition, if you will. That, that word in the Greek is sukupto. And it, and it literally means, uh, in, in Strong's G4862 or 2955, it, it means to be stooped altogether or to, to be completely overcome by bowing together. And actually, it's an, it's an action word, but yet her posture, uh, didn't, uh, indicate any of that. Or I should say her posture did indicate that. It indicated that she was in a bowed or a worshipful position. But that was in the natural. That wasn't actually in the spirit. And, and what I what I like to bring to light is we sometimes, like this woman, may find ourselves uh, in a condition, uh, in, 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 in facing a challenge, perhaps, uh, and ultimately in need of a change that we too may, like her in verse 13, uh, celebrate our confession and glorifying God. You know, there are various scriptures that we find in uh, in the Bible that talk about being bowed together. For example, uh, in Genesis 18, 2, it says, And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him, and when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. Again, an act of worship. We look at Genesis 19, 1, where it says, And there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot set it in the gate of Sodom, and, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. We look at Genesis twenty four twenty six, where it says, And the man bowed down his head, and what? And worshipped the Lord. We can turn uh, a few few verses over to uh, same chapter 24, verse 48, and it reads, And I bowed down my head and worshiped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham. 
which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's uh, daughter unto his son. Again, an act of worship. There are various scriptures that, that indicate that the bowing down of one's uh, body, the posture, the, the head bowed to the ground is an act of worship. And yet we find this woman in the synagogue in that posture, but yet still bound by an infirmity. And that just struck me oddly that that in the natural, sometimes we like this woman uh, can come into the house of prayer, come into the house of praise or, or into the house of worship. And yet we're not bowed down physically like she is. We walk in straight up, uh, upright, smile faces, smiling faces and and and, and uh, adorned beautifully in our in, from our hair or in my case, bowl. But nonetheless, we are adorned from head to toe, looking like everything is OK. And it's not. I'd like to pause and ask those of you that are listening, is there something in your life that not in the natural from from a, a posture of being bowed down, but from a figurative spiritual perspective, is there something in your life that has caused you to be like this woman who, although you enter into the synagogue, your worship is not genuine. You say, Pastor L, what do what are you saying? That's that's blasphemous. No, no, let's let's pause because if the truth be told, all of us, every one of us, not one of us are perfect, but there perhaps may be something, maybe it's an attitude. An attitude that needs to be adjusted. Perhaps uh, there may be some sort of uh, a sin or addiction or uh, affliction or something that has caused you and I to be like this woman in the spirit. Bow down and yet we go into the house of prayer, praise and worship. We go into God's house, the synagogue, if you will, uh, bent over as though we we are worshiping. But truly, I ask the question again, is our worship, is it genuine as unto the Lord? You know, thank God that we find in, in, in these short verses here in verse 13, where Jesus saw her in verse 12, actually, he saw her and he called her to him. And I believe that he is calling you and I today. He's calling us higher. He's calling us to come to that place of of of, of admitting, perhaps uh, the acknowledgement, uh, perhaps that place of repentance and saying, Lord, you know, I, I, I want this area this this condition, if you will, this this challenge, I want it changed because I want to genuinely worship you. He called her to himself and he said unto her, woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. She glorified God. We were created for his worship, to worship him. We are his workmanship, the word says. In fact, and all that we do and all that we say, as I said before, worship is a lifestyle. It ought to reflect, amen, it ought to reflect uh, the genuine character and nature uh, of our Lord. And so I challenge those of you that are listening today, I challenge the house, is your worship genuine? The Father is calling us to genuinely worship Him. Genuinely worship Him. Yes, there may be a condition. Yes, there are challenges. Yes, we need to be changed. That we too may celebrate our confession. And that is, He is Lord. 
He is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He is our Father, our Heavenly Father, and He desires us to be made whole naturally and in spirit. So I ask you to ponder, to meditate, go back through and and, and read, if you will, these verses and, and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you about genuine worship in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you today for this word. We ask you, Lord, that you would cause this word to come alive in our hearts and cause us, cause us, O oh Lord, to move as sons and as saints as we grow from that place to place, from glory to glory, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you. I pray that you find this devotional insightful and that it takes you to a uh, a higher height or a deeper depth in the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.